After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Mahalo, Evan. Today's guest is Stephen Ayi, President and CEO of City Mill Company Limited, which has been in business for over a century. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Stephen Ayi. Welcome to our show, Stephen. So you've been in business for 107 years, and you look good for over 100 years. <laughs> yes, well, the company looks good for 107 years old. I'm not quite that old, but um, I'm glad that their co company has continued for that long. And, you know, part of that is we... we um, attribute that to the community that has supported us all these years. Congratulations for that. I did read a lot of information on the internet about the history of City Mill and it was so interesting to read about how your grandfather started the company and all of the things that he was involved in. Um, one of the things that struck me was how City Mill did catch on fire and burn down twice while in business within the century. Well, Carrie, you've been really reading our internet with a fine-tooth comb. Yes, our City Mill did have two major fires, and the first one being just six months after the company was founded. And uh, with that fire, we did not have insurance, and my grandfather had to go back to all his friends and say, hi, I need more money because I don't have any insurance. And so it was pretty tough going back to all your friends after asking them the first time for some money. But um, again, the community supported him, and uh, we're very grateful they did. The second time we had the fire, we did have insurance, so he didn't have to go back to his friends. How long have you been involved with City Mill? I've been involved basically all my life, but uh, on this go-around, I say go this go-around, because I did, I've did. Uh, i lived in Los Angeles, Denver, and New York City. I've been back since 1992, so the last 14 years. And prior to coming back, you were in the public sector, right? And I read somewhere that said, you know what? They said, I guess use up the money because we're being funded by the federal government, and you said you didn't like that philosophy, so the public sector really wasn't for you. Could you give us a little background on that? You have been doing your homework. I, uh, <laughs> I, that was back in my first job. I was working for the city of Los Angeles. I worked for Mayor Tom Bradley of the office of the mayor. I was working with a federal employment contract, which we helped disadvantaged youth in Los Angeles get jobs. And it was a $12 million project. And my boss basically came to me and said, Stephen, you're going to have to spend more money. You know, let's hire some more people. And I said, I don't need anybody else. We don't need any more equipment. We're okay the way we are. But he says, no, but if we don't spend it, we'll lose it. And that, growing up in an entrepreneurial business or a business that's been around for so long, it just ran a little counter to my normal um, sense of business. So I, I didn't know if that was quite what I wanted. What made you decide that this was the time to come back to the family business? What brought me back to Hawaii back in 1992 was I thought it was time that I, I did see an opportunity with the business. My father was getting along in years, and I was fortunate that I came back in 90, 1992 because he did pass away four years later from congestive heart failure. At the time in 1992 when I came back, he was in great health, so it was timing. But I thought also that I had done a lot of other things working in the, on the mainland, and I thought that uh, having something that you could call your own or run your own business would be great. And having known 
about City Mill for all of my life, I said it's time to come home and you know help. I thought I'd come back to City Mill and to help the company. When you initially came back, why did you decide that you wanted to work with your family business? Because I know a lot of people that have these enduring family businesses, the next generation says, oh, I don't want to work that hard, and they want to do something else. That's an interesting observation. Uh, family businesses are tough because not only do you have a business to run, you have long-time histories with others in your family. You know, you say, well, Dad, like you when you're five years old, or I got this, or you got this. And a lot of times people remember those histories from when they're young and and so it is tough being in a family business, and that's a good, good observation. I came back to work in the family business because I had worked elsewhere. Both my sister and I have worked in – I've lived in Los Angeles, Denver, and New York City. My sister's lived in Los Angeles, Boston, and New York City, and we've worked for other people. And I think by working for other people, you have a good sense of who you are because working for other people, you'll get to know your strengths and weaknesses. Working for family business, sometimes you – they don't always give you the truth, like you know, you're lazy or you're, you're not working hard enough or whatever may be the case. But working for others, you're able to um, get the truth. What brought me back was I thought it was a good opportunity to help the family and uh, sort of give back to them. I've been in this family business for all of my life, like I mentioned earlier, and uh, so I knew some of the dynamics. And so this time around when I came back to work with my dad, you know, we sort of tried to set some ground rules of, how we should both carve up the business in terms of uh, what he needs, what he should do, and what I should do. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com. You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. Today's guest is Stephen Ai, President and CEO of City Mill. In 2004, Stephen and his sister, Carol Ai, received the Retailer of the Year and Retail Business of the Year awards from Retail Merchants of Hawaii. Carrie mentioned that you started working with your sister. How is that working in your family business with your siblings? Working with my sister is great. I wish she could be here with me, and I was thinking of bringing her down with me because um, she is just a fabulous person. I think one of the key ingredients with our family is that we've both checked our egos at the front door, so there's no ego. And the second thing is our goals are very similar, if not aligned, and I think that's very important. I've seen a lot of other family businesses where egos get in the way, other family businesses where goals are inconsistent. Some people want to grow the business, others want to just sustain it, others want to sell it. So uh, with my sister and I, we have a very good, I'll call partnership. And that's something that um, we've spoken to various groups about why we work well together. And she's just a great person and um, I have a lot of admiration for her. 
Is there only two kids then? You and your sister? Yes, we have um, the two of us are in the business, but we have an older sister also who's not in the business. You had mentioned that you came back in 1992, and then unfortunately, four years later, your father did pass. I was wondering, what are some of the important lessons that you may have learned from your father within that short time? Or did you learn? I mean, you said you've been involved with the business for your lifetime, pretty much. But within those four years, what were some of the key things you learned to help you be successful and help City Mill with your sister be successful where it is today? Well, I think that the key, several key things I got from my father was just perseverance. And that's what I learned from my grandfather also. Perseverance, just keep on, no matter good or bad, just keep on pushing, pushing, never, never give up. And the other thing is to, going back to the ego, it's to always, don't be afraid of asking questions. To say, I don't know, can be so powerful. I don't know, what do you think? Those seven words may seem um, quite simple, but there are a lot of people who can't say that. But uh, that's one thing my father, he would go down, if he was buying a forklift, he didn't try to pretend he was all high and mighty and knew exactly what to do. He'd go out to the warehouse and say, hi, we're looking at a forklift, what's important? And he would listen to them. If we're buying something else, he would go to the people who used it and said, what do you think? And so I think the ability to say, I don't know, what is your opinion, can be a very, very powerful management tool. How do you and your sister split up roles and duties then? Basically, I'm the president of the company, so I take care of sort of overall responsibility. She's in charge of all the marketing, so advertising, promotions, um, public relations, she sort of takes care with me. We sort of share that, and so I get to take care of operations and merchandising and the accounting, human resources functions. Has there been a lot of, I would say, added pressure because your father and then his father ran City Mill so successfully for a century. And then now you're stepping almost into their shoes and going, wow, you know, I have big shoes to fill. What was that like? Thanks, Carrie, for um, highlighting one of those things that uh, is always hanging over our head. Yes, <laughs> the continued success. Some people say it's really great being um, an offspring to a business where you, you can, you know, you're born with a business already in place, but there's a lot of pressure to keep it going. And uh, that is something which, as we're growing up, my um, father reminded us that uh, there's a uh, saying, shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations. And it's interesting, that same, same line is, uh, has been translated and is used in many other um, countries and cultures. In China, I think it's rice paddy to rice paddy in three generations. In India, it's sandals to sandals in three generations. Basically what happens is the first person starts the business, the second generation grows it, and the third one blows it because they, they don't know what it's like to, the first two actually, the first one really drives to start the business. The second one keeps it growing, remembers what his father went through. The third one is it's cruise city and it's sort of like, oh, this is great and they forget their roots. And that's one thing my sister and I want to make sure that we were not the third generation that took the company down. So I think we're very proud to be third generation where about 5 to 10% of businesses will make it to the third generation. Well, I think you're doing a great job, so congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. 
Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with Monster so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. We're back with Stephen Ayi, President and CEO of City Mill, which has been in business for over a century. Stephen, it seems that, you know, being that you grew up in a Chinese family, you folks have all these Chinese proverbs. You know, you said that saying, sleeve to sleeve to sleeve for three generations. And you also have this other, I guess, philosophy or Chinese proverb, which was when you drink water, always remember the source. Are you able to share with us what that means to you as well? Yes, that's something that I grew up with, my grandfather, my father, and... uh We've heard it. I've heard it all my life. Uh, when you drink water, remember the source, and that's something that we have to remember. Where our success, whether it's personal, whether it's through the business, comes back from the community, and we have to remember because a lot of most of City Mill's success over the last 107 years has been because the community has supported us, and so we give back to the community because our success is due to the community support. And that's true of everything. It's not just the community, but again, even our success from in the stores, our associates in the stores are the ones who really drive the company. They have made us successful, so we have to give back to them. Well, you know, that's really important is to have a good team, have good associates. How are you folks able to find associates that would make a good fit? Because it is a family business, so they're also trying to fit into your family so how are you able to find these employees? What are you looking for? And what kind of questions do you ask to really find out who they are? Well, we have a family culture, but I think also we have a company culture. And so we're not, well, obviously the family culture is is overlaid upon the company. We don't try to make everything just because we believe in something. We try to open it up to make sure that it's good for the, the company and all of its team members. And so the company culture, while we lead it, we, we're pretty open to trying to let other people help us define it. In terms of getting new people, that's something which uh, we help let other people help define it because uh, we actually have all of our employees go through a panel interview. And so they, they're they with like eight store managers or with a group of people and they're put through a test where they have to actually be able to talk to people and try to um, sell us something or present something. And then we can see what they're like under pressure. Because I will say that Selling on our floor is not easy. It's talking to strangers every day, being asked questions with half of those questions you don't know the answers to. And uh, a lot of times it's translation of, I've got this thingamajing that goes under here, that goes through here, and then there's a little thing that curls in there here, and it's broken. And so we have to translate things too. So it's, uh, it takes a lot. It's really you need a people person. And while that's one of the things we changed, while earlier years we always hired for product knowledge, Today, we hire for attitude because with the right attitude, we can train and give product knowledge. With product knowledge, we cannot necessarily give or train attitude. How has your involvement with the community and giving back to the community helped your business through times like now where you have these big box competitors coming in? Well, we give back to the community not only for publicity, but to make sure we have a healthy community. We believe that giving to the community... People will hope that people will remember us that, you know, we are local. 
and we have nowhere else to go. That's one thing. We've had mainland companies come here, close up, and go back to the mainland. Being a local company here for 107 years, we have no place else to go. And so we have to take care of our community, and hopefully they'll take care of us. We've helped various organizations throughout the years, whether through hurricanes or through um, natural disasters or other types of problems that we've had in our community. And we just hope that people realize that, that we're there for them in good times and bad. Whether it's trying to sell them a hammer or whether they need help, we're here. We're local. We're here to help them. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Feeling fine, we're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptunites, for bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948 2622 or online at bubbletea.com. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. GreaterGoodRadio.com You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Please visit us online at GreaterGoodRadio.com. Today's guest is Stephen Ayi, President and CEO of City Mill Company Limited. Stephen is a member of Children's Discovery Center and the Iolani School Board. Stephen, you know, we're talking a lot about getting involved in the community, and you shared with us that the community is what helps City Mill be successful. You know, when you took over the business from your father... Did he tell you that it was important for you to get involved in the community also to share your success with the community because they are who helps you to be successful? Yes, Gary. Uh, that's something that he not only told me in, when I came back, but also throughout my life. Again, when, growing up, we learned that when you drink water, remember the source. And so we always remember to give back. And part of it is, it's one of the things is being nice to give back, but also I believe it's part of a responsibility. There is, being in the building materials trade, we, I look at ourselves as part of the civil defense of the city and county of Honolulu. Well, in the state. I'm not going to even say city and county of Honolulu, the state. An example of this is the two hurricanes, Eva, when it struck in 1982, and Iniki in 1992. We tried to do whatever we could do to help the state. In 1982, Eva was coming, and we, um, we sent a lot of people home, but we called the radio stations and told people, we will stay open as long as we can. And I believe that night we stayed open till 7 or 8 o'clock, even though much of the lights um, had gone out and um, people were at home. I was still at the office, and I just still remember uh, that people were still coming in needing materials just to protect their homes. So I see ourselves as part of the civil defense. In 1992, when Iniki struck, 
again, we looked at how can we help our community. I remember getting called on the weekend from uh, one of the local businesses. Their president said, we have people on Kauai. We need your help. And we got people together on a Saturday, got materials, got, got them down to the airport so they could take care of their people who had no homes, no shelter. And again, this is kind of this is kind of responsibility I think business people have in terms of getting together and making things happen, especially because uh, this is our community and you know without it, we wouldn't have anybody to serve. I guess when Iniki hit, was that the first time where you were involved in helping the civil defense, helping the community to protect their homes and also repair their homes? What was that feeling like for you to be involved and know that you really touched these people's lives with the things that you had available for them? Well, it was not necessarily really thinking about if it would feel good or not. It was just it was sort of a just a knee-jerk reaction. This is our community. We live here. We've got to help people. So when people were calling me for supplies, people were calling me at home, people were saying, you know, we're checking various things, whether it's plywood, uh, masking tape, batteries, things like that. It's uh, I think our family has been one of giving t- to the community, so it really wasn't something that I had to think twice about. I wanted to help. And while we don't have unlimited resources, you know, whenever we can help, we would try to help those, especially those in need. You're also involved with quite a bit of nonprofit organizations. I mean, on this resume, it looks over 20? It's about there. How are you managing your time with that, and how are you determining which ones to get involved with? One of the things I have to say is I'm very thankful for having a great staff at City Mill. Again, that's part of the the secret here is that um, I've been able to get a good team together, and uh, part of it is just delegating them and having to trust them, and that allows me to get out to other community um, organizations. And I think that uh, the community organizations, it's not just giving to them, but they give back to me because each organization has its own challenges. Each has its own little gems or pearls of wisdom of what makes them run, and I get to share in their board meetings um, what their secrets are as well as things that, that are important to them. So I, I think it's, it's a two-way street. I get to see how other organizations run from the inside out, but also I'm able to contribute and hopefully contribute to them any kind of knowledge or uh, ideas that uh, I may have to offer. And lastly, what would be the advice you would give to other business people out there trying to figure out if this is the right time maybe that they should get involved with nonprofits or community-related activities? I would say get involved. The key here is start small, but start now. And the key is you don't have to try to join a big board or try to get involved with 10 or 12 boards at one time, but try something. Get involved. It may be something just as small as serving at a soup line at um, Institute for Human Services once a month, maybe once a quarter. It doesn't have to take up all your time, but start now. Get involved. And you'll see how gratifying getting involved in helping others can be. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii. <laughs> 